everybody. Welcome once again to a new episode of The Confidence Within Me. This is your host, Nidia. And today I have a very special guest. So it's going to be a little different. I'm not going to just be talking to myself. And the very special guest is dun, 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 <laughs> none other than my husband, Josue Rodriguez. Hello, everybody. So this is his debut, you guys, to the podcast live. So be gentle on him, okay? He's not such an expert like me. <laughs> um, well, I'm very happy to be here with you guys once again. Um, this episode, I wanted to make it a little bit more informative for you guys. In the introduction, I did tell you guys that I wanted to talk about careers and jobs and other things that maybe a lot of us didn't know were going on. So I kind of want to tell you guys a little bit about my job, and he's here to tell you guys about his. We can give you guys a bit of a background on what we do and how we got here, and mainly because we're very happy with our jobs, and we wish that we would have known about them sooner. I mean, it's, you know, what's done is done, and it's too late to, you know, regret or whatever, but we're hoping that we can probably give you guys some information, and if, you know, anybody that's younger than us is listening Hopefully, you guys can get a little bit ahead of the game sooner than we did. So, yeah, just we're going to get started on that today. It's going to be mostly about jobs and letting you guys know a little bit more stuff. I've done a little bit of research, so I want to share some of that stuff with you guys. Anything you want to say this way? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, she's been great on this podcast, and I'm really proud of her and I really enjoyed listening to her podcast, you know, since the beginning. And hopefully this one is not, uh, is, I'm not saying it's better, but hopefully it lives up to the expectations that she's set forth. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to finally have somebody on. He hasn't been wanting to record with me, you guys. He says <laughs> he's he's been nervous, but I forced him because, you know, I'm the wife. Right. So, well, I take this as practice when I'm on the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Let's not even go. We There's this joke, you guys, that we all say. Literally, we'll be anywhere. Like, we were at a wedding one She's day. She's exaggerating, guys. <laughs> no, we're not. We were at a wedding one day. And, you know, I was in my own place with his sister and his cousin and we're having our own conversation and all of a sudden we have no idea where he's at and all of a sudden we hear uh well i listened to joe rogan oh <laughs> we all looked at each other like there's Josue. <laughs> so it's actually he's a big joe rogan fan it's a very famous podcast that i hope to one day be on his level um but so with that, since he does listen a lot and he listens to a lot of other podcasts, he does give me a lot of insight and he's been helping me out a lot. So I'm very grateful. But, you know, let's see how this goes. So jumping into our topic for today. So I wanted to tell you guys that I work for Kaiser Permanente. I'm sure a lot of you guys already know that if you follow me on social media, because I always post stuff. Um, I've been with the company for, it's actually going to be four years now, this month. 
It's been four years. And I applied there because one of my friends was working there and she told me, you know, you should apply. It's a really great place. I worked at a dealership for almost eight years before this job. And I don't want to say it was a waste of my time. Because you got a lot of experience that led you to this job, right? Yeah, I did. I did. And I learned a lot. It was the first like admin job that I had. And I, I got a lot of experience. I was there like for almost eight years. But I beat myself up so much because you could have started at Kaiser at another entry level job and yeah I could have been making better money all this time but what's done is done so like I used to have Kaiser as an insurance when I worked at the dealership because they provided Kaiser Permanente insurance so I used to go there I don't know why Never in my life did it occur that obviously people work there too. I think it just kind of always seemed out of my reach. I probably always assumed that you needed some kind of degree to work there. Or to be specifically in the medical field. Yeah, or like a medical assistant or, you know. I Just anything. I don't even think I thought about it. But I started, so then when my friend, so then I got laid off. Short story, long Long story story short. I got laid off and I was out of work for almost a year. And if it wasn't for that friend that had told me like, you know what? I just applied, apply and told me everything that I was supposed to do. She told me you have to go and take these tests. And once you take a test, they'll call you, blah, 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 blah. But you were committed. Like you, you wanted the job. So you just didn't kind of put it in the back burner. Well, no, I kind of did. I wasn't committed until my unemployment ran out. Oh, <laughs> um, funny how that works, huh? Right. I I was I was on unemployment. You know, I think they give you what like six months, and I was supposedly looking, but like not very committed, like he said. And I I I didn't really. But once my unemployment ran out, I was desperate. So then that's when I. I decided to, I think I had applied for jobs by that. I didn't actually go take the tests, which is a very important step. So once that, once I, my unemployment ran out, I went and I took the test and it was meant to be. They called me like two weeks later. I went in, a, in for an interview, like, on, like maybe two weeks after that. And thank God I got the job. Um, I started on call and I, I literally worked crazy crazy shifts I was working in a 24-hour department I used to work the overnight shift sometimes it was awful but the main thing is to get in get your foot in the door once you're in then you have internal positions that open up those are open to the public right yeah that they're not open to the public yet um so I hung so and, you guys kind of like get dibs on them yeah you get first dibs that's and pretty cool and then if you don't want them, if nobody in, inside wants them, then, then they post them out. That's when they post them out. So I did that and I stuck around, you know, on call until something came up. That was a part-time position. And I've been there ever since. I'm still part-time. But I just want to say I couldn't believe it. Like, it was the easiest job I felt I've ever had. It was an office job. 
And I couldn't believe that I was making, I mean, and it may not seem like a lot to a lot of people, but I think at the dealership, the most I made was like 15, maybe $16 an hour. And here they were starting me at like almost $20 an hour. And like, this was four years ago. So life wasn't quite as expensive then yet, right? I mean, not really. Not like it's gotten recently. Um, so 19, almost $20 an hour to me was a huge, huge deal from the dealership. Yeah. From the dealership. And for- especially cause that's all you knew, right? Mm-hmm. Dealership, dealership life. So basically, so that's what I, and I, I, you know, I've gotten a few DMS even before this podcast from a lot of people that ask me, how the hell did you get um, into how, Kaiser? How did you get into Kaiser? And I'm always really glad to help. And I tell everybody, you literally have to look at the website every single day. There are jobs that will literally be up for 24 hours only. So if you guys are interested, so very entry-level positions at Kaiser for like admin start at like $21 an hour now. So if you have any admin experience, if you've been an assistant, if you got customer service experience, if you worked in a call center, these would all be jobs for you. Um, and those, you know, just for everything, um, you can apply at kaiserpermanentejobs.org because I know a lot of people message me and say, I don't know, like, what's the exact website? Because I guess you don't, because it doesn't specifically it's not .com or so it's kaiserpermanentejobs.org another thing i really tell everybody honestly who cares they they have um like the janitorial positions which is like environmental services is what it's called um those are even more entry level but even then i think they start at like 17 18 dollars an hour and like I said, as long as you have your foot in the door, you go from there. You go from there because once you're in, then that's when you get. Don't they pay you to go to nursing school or whatever? Well, yeah, that's once you're in there, and if you're a part of the union, we are a union job. Job or there's several unions depending on where you work on where you work. But yeah, once you're in, they the union pays for. For your school, there's several different options. I, um, you know, they can they pay for nursing school. You can get into pretty much anything. They even have little courses for like medical terminology to kind of help you better your odds at getting another kind of job. So that's just something that I always like to share with people because I just tell everybody, literally just apply, 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 apply. Look at the website every day, especially if you already have a job. It doesn't hurt. You, you know, you're, just keep it in the back burner. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to just like apply. That's one of my friends did that. Like she had a job and just I think she was bored one day and was like, let me look and applied and got landed a great job. She's been there like three years now. So I find that the people that I tell and the people that really want it and the people that are consist- consistent, they eventually find something or eventually get in. 
because you you have to keep being very persistent. And like I said, if you already have a job, what do you have to lose? It's just a couple minutes of your day. Create your profile, upload your resume. Sometimes like uploading your resume or whatever, it's kind of, uh, kind of don't want to do it, but... Yeah, yeah, because we're all lazy. You know, we're lazy. And fuck, I already have this job. I'll do it later. Yeah, but it's not until your unemployment runs yeah. out. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that you get pushed to do it. But I just, like I said, I beat myself up so much about it. Like seven years at the dealership. I could have been looking at jobs every single day for seven years. But you didn't know. I would have been guaranteed to find something. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I didn't know. And that's my main thing. It wasn't like, thank God for my friend that told me about it. And she still works there. She has a good job too. So I'm very grateful for her. So if I could share this little bit of information with you guys, I'm very, very happy to. Like I said, entry-level positions start at like $21 an hour. Those are mostly in the call center. Um, But yeah, you know, just apply. If you're looking, if you have experience... I know if you're around my age group, we're already, you know, early 30s. We should already have like 10 years, 12 years of experience in some kind of work. So just look. I see. I always say whatever you see that you may be qualified for and just apply for it. It doesn't hurt. Um, That's just for all of you guys that were interested in that. Now I'm going to pass the mic over to Osue so he can tell you guys a little bit about his job and his company because we're very very happy very blessed that he landed this job only about a year a little, over a year. A little bit a year ago and it's the best we've been since we've been <laughs> adults thanks to this job so we're very very grateful and we wanted to go ahead and pass on the information to you guys too because it seems like the people that we tell in person just don't listen to us <laughs> so maybe if you guys are listening and are interested and i know i i don't know if i told you guys but i really want to um kind of get some stuff out there for my male listeners get some male listeners in and hopefully you know what Josue tells you will inspire you and make can go from there. Yeah, well, I'm a roofer. I've been a roofer for uh, quite some time already. I can't remember exactly when I started, but before I became a roofer, I was actually in the uh, – I used to work at a dealership also in the parts department, and I don't know. I just – I always wanted to move up. You know, I wanted to promote, and I just didn't see a future there, so I asked uh, one of my buddies – well, one of Nydia's family members, if uh, he was a roofer, and I asked him, hey, man, can you get me in? And he was like, oh, I don't know if you'll, if you'd like it. You know, it's hard work. And I was like, man, I don't give a damn. I just want to try something better. And, yeah, I mean, that was when I was still working at the dealership. And he was like, hey, man, they, this company, they need a guy. Um, you know, you, you could start working there if you want. So I gave it a try, like, on one of my days off, and I liked it, and I quit my job. It was, you know, it was a pretty good job at the dealership, and I was like, you know what? I It was risky. Yeah. It was risky. I, I made the leap, I and I, I didn't want to just take a leave of absence because I was like, you know what? If I take a leave of absence, and I kind of have that in the background and as my safety net. 
So I just, I was like, nah, dude, I'm just quit. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You know, I'll try something else. So I did that and I did it for a few for, for a few years with the company. And then after that, you know, I kind of wanted to do it on my own. So I went out on my own and it was tough. It was, it was really hard, but you know, the, it was, it was a good experience because I learned a lot from it, from, you know, leading people or whatever to like budgeting a job and, you know, when shit goes wrong, it goes wrong. You know, this one time I was uh, doing a roof in Wilmington. It was before Thanksgiving. And, you know, I took a few days off for Thanksgiving and, and for Black Friday or whatever. And I checked the forecast. We had the roof exposed. We had it torn off. Checked the forecast. Zero percent chance of rain. Zero percent chance of rain. So I was like, you know what? We should be okay. So what happens? It, it rained. rained, dude. Oh my god, dude! I was so stressed out. I saw, I saw. It was Saturday morning, and I saw it kind of like drizzling, and I was like, no way. So I called one of my guys. I was like, hey, dude, we gotta go cover this up. And then the homeowners called me. They were like pissed off because it was raining, and you know, it just I had to buy them a couch because it got ruined, and it was just. All bad. Everything that could have gone wrong in that job went wrong. So, you know, it taught me a lot of different things, you know. And then um, Riley was born. I was – it was it was crazy. It was pretty hectic because it was a lot, of, a lot of change in my life at that time. And then my sister told me, hey, because um, she was she actually does uh, audio – what she do? Audio what? She's an audiometrist. Yeah, she does that. And she works for – like, like an, co- an like independent company. An independent company that goes to charter schools to uh, test the children's hearings or whatever. And she's always constantly – she was always looking at LAUSD for uh, for jobs for herself. And she came across – they had a roofer position open. She was like, won't you apply? And I was like, yeah, yeah, Julie, for sure. I'll apply. <laughs> and then uh, my cousin was working there as an HVAC technician, and he loves it. He – he absolutely loves it. You know, I was I was doing okay for myself, but it was hella stressful. And Julie kept telling me, apply, apply, apply. I was like, okay. So I did. And they called me back. I took a, a written test. And, you know, I kept working on my own. And then they called me back again for a practical application. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go. And then, you know, I got... It's a long process, but I got hired, and I was like, you know, when I actually started working, I was like, oh, man, this is pretty nice. It's – I'm not going to say it's easy work. You know, I'm not downplaying my job, but it's a lot different than the outside. It's – you focus more on safety and, and well, you know, the well-being for the kids. You know, you work really carefully and – And the well-being for the employees. Yeah, they care exactly. About they they you. care about you a lot. You know, they great benefits, you know. Yeah, benefits are great. So, you know, and that's not – he happens to be in the roofing department. Yeah. So that kind of exposed me to a bunch of other departments. You know, there's a plumbing department, electrical department, carpentry department, HVAC, locksmith, tree trimming, 
the paving department. You know, there's just so many crafts that are the welding department, sheet metal that make a ton of money. I mean, not a ton of money, but make a good living for themselves. You know, electricians at my job, plumbers at my job get paid over 40 bucks, 40, 42, 43 bucks. I don't, I don't know. You know, same thing with welders and you know, it's, I was like, damn, dude, if, if I would have gotten into an apprenticeship program, like Nydia said, you know, right out of high school, I would, man, I would have been making a killing right away, you know? But like she said, you know, we, we live, you know, we lived our paths and it taught us what, we, what taught us, but, you know, there's more out there than, than you'd expect. And then we know. I mean, we didn't know. I mean, I lost my mom when I was 15. I didn't grow up with my dad, so I really didn't have like a like a parent, I guess. I had my sister, she would always tell me, but she was, you know, she was in the same boat we were. Not much guidance. Yeah. So, you know, I wish I would have known about certain opportunities that were out there, not just take the first job that you could get. Cause I mean, we were in the two thousand eight recession, but still, you know. I thought that the only way to go get ahead was to take college courses. So I did that, you know, thinking that the only way to go is college, but that's certainly not the only way, you know, it's pretty good fun work. You know, you could like what you're doing. I like what I do and I like to, I'm pretty good with my hands, I would say. So it's a pretty cool job for me. And the, what I always tell him and which I think is, Something that maybe, I mean, and I'm not going to say everybody, but I know a lot of people, a lot of uh, guys, a lot of, um, I want to say maybe in the Hispanic community, most of you at some point, if your dad did, most of our dads or most of our, you know, family members have done, are in, either in construction or they're mechanics or a lot of gardeners, you know. At, if your dad was a gardener, I'm I'm sure at some point you went and did gardening work with him. At some point, if your dad, you know, was mason a, or whatever, a carpenter, anything, or I feel like most, uh, and in particular, Mexican kids, at some point have gone and done like this mm-hmm. late, you know, labor work right, right. with a family member, maybe in between jobs or you know, getting paid under the table. So if you have any sort of experience like that, or if that's what you actually do right now on the outside, that's a, you know, a lot of people probably don't think like, you know, you drive by the schools, but I don't think any of us think like, oh, I wonder who does their gardening or I wonder who does their roof. Yeah. Like, you know. It's a pretty big. We don't imagine Mm -hmm. any of of those possibilities. Um, so that, that's, you know, another thing that we've been wanting to share and we, and we try to share with a lot of people, um, ever since I got this job that there are other options. And a lot of these, a lot of these trade jobs, you can take these courses like at an occupational center. Like I know by us, we have West Valley occupational center. I know there's North Valley, Occupational, center. or you could just go to the nearest um, uh, local union and apply for a apprenticeship program there, and you know that'll get you started with your apprenticeship program. That's before you become a, a journeyman, 
and you know you can go to IBW local 18 or you know the laborers union in Silmar I believe you know you could do a little research on it do what craft you want to do and go from there you know after that then you know you you do your trade you journey out once you become a journeyman that that means that you successfully completed a, an apprenticeship program and you you're like you're like licensed to you're entrusted to do the job properly like my little brother he's a lineman those guys make a ton of money and everybody needs a lineman those are the guys that fix the the power lines the main power lines that you guys see on the streets and he did his apprenticeship program and right now he just journeyed out and he's got like i'm pretty sure he's got like work guaranteed anywhere he goes because they're always in need he's he lives in texas and there's a lot there's always storms and hurricanes and you know i, I looked up how much they make out here in in that ladwp and one article said that in 2000 2013 i think one journeyman made over $300,000 just in overtime. And that's yeah, that's a killer, dude. And I wish I would have known that when I was younger so I could have done that program and, you know, go from there. And it's what? It's only like a six-month program or something? Uh, Well, to go to school and then you have to be, go through your apprenticeship program for another yeah. five, six years. You but know, it's not but, like they're not paying you while you're an apprentice. Yeah, and that's the thing, like... You know, if you're 18, out of high school, you start this, you get right into it. By the time you're what? 24, 25. 24, 25, you're done with the journeyman already making $200,000 mm -hmm. an hour. Say 100, to, you know? Or even 100, whatever. That's crazy. And that's a route that maybe not a lot Without of any student loan debt, without, you know, starting from the bottom because you already kind of worked your way up. Now, there's a lot of options out there, and these are just a couple that we wanted to tell you guys. Like, also, I since I'm obviously in the medical industry, um, you know, there's a lot within there too. I know the vocational nurse program; you can finish it in as early as 12 months, and that's a licensed vocational nurse. I know at Kaiser Permanente they start off at like 30. I don't know, maybe like $34 an hour or something. I have a friend that uh, started fairly young because she started school young, like after high school, maybe when she was like 19 or something. Um, So she's been a licensed vocational nurse for a while now. She's now going to school for her RN and she's my age. She's almost done and she has three kids and she's managed to do it. She's... um very, very dedicated, very proud of her. Um, but she did it. So that's another thing. Like I try to tell my little sister, if you take the vocational nurse program right after high school, takes you a year. I know some maybe can take up to 18 months, but you know, by the time you get a little bit of experience, you work at a nursing home or whatever, you can hopefully get land a job at Kaiser. If you look at the website every single day, um, and you know, can you imagine if you start working, making $34, $35 an hour at like 20, 21 years old, that's, and then take your time to finish your 
are in. That's also, you know, and, and those programs are a little bit more expensive. You probably will be in some debt, but I know that LVM program runs for about $30,000 or something. That's literally a car loan. A lot of us don't think twice about getting a car loan. So I think your education is more important. So these are just a couple of options that we wanted to let you guys know about where we just are very passionate about getting it out there because, like I said, we didn't know any of this, any of this. And if it's going to motivate a little bit or um, a little bit of you or a lot, also, it's not just for the young people. You know, even right now we're 31. If I were to take the LVM program, finish it in a year and a half, 33. Should I think about trying to become a lineman right now, you know? You know, there's always time. It's never too late. It's never, never too late to start school to better yourself. Don't think that just because you didn't do it, it's too late because it's never too late. So we just wanted to get let you guys know. Um, about these options and, and I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, you can, uh, there are all, oh yeah, you guys can apply if you guys are interested. There's a lot of opportunities at LAUSD, which is where Josue works. You guys can apply at LAUSDemployment.org. It doesn't hurt. Go on the website whenever you have a chance, take a look, see what's out there. And just keep your options open. Don't think you're limited because you're not. There's a lot, a lot of options out there. Yeah. So um, don't forget, we're on, well, Nidia's on Apple Podcasts now. So please subscribe and leave a comment and that would really help her out. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and tuning in with us. We really hope that this episode was helpful, that it gave you some insight and, you know, maybe opened up your mind a little bit. Like I Josue said, I am now on Apple, on Apple Podcasts. I'm really excited. I hope that you guys have been finding it easier to listen now. Um, please subscribe. And if you guys want to leave, you know, a, a com- positive comment, a positive please. comment, that would be really, really great. And I'd really appreciate it. I'm very grateful for you guys. And I really hope that, like I said, this episode was helpful. You guys already know that if you guys have any other questions, you can send me a message on Instagram at Nidia E88. I'm always really, really happy to respond. Give me some feedback. What did you guys think about this? Did you guys enjoy my guest? Because if not, I'm not having him <laughs> on again, okay? Um, and Jose, guys, where, where can they find you so the fellas can ask you questions about LAUSD or? On the streets of Canoga. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Why? Well, I, I don't know how to spell it, but it's J fucking Rod on Instagram. Pretty- I think it's J-A-Y. F something like that. No, it's I'm, I'm going to give you guys a correct one because we do things, you know, good around here. You guys can find them on Instagram at J A Y F C K I N G underscore Rod. Please pardon his name. I know it's a little, <laughs> it's a little inappropriate, but 
Yeah, you guys, you know, for the guys that have a little more questions about applying at LAUSD and maybe, you know, he can, if he can be of any help, I'm going to warn you that he's not as good as replying as I am. Not at all. So if you guys maybe send him a DM and you don't hear back from him, then send me one so that I can get on him about replying to you. Yeah, that's probably the best way to go. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, we just want to be helpful to you guys. And if you guys have any, any other questions, just feel free to reach out to us. Once again, thank you for listening and always remember that there is confidence within us all. And oh, I got another thing. Um, yeah, don't forget to subscribe and do the little five stars and comment. That I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and that's that's a good way to get exposure. So we want Nidia to get some exposure. You know, if you guys like her show. Yeah, so thank you guys very much. You guys have a wonderful, full, wonderful week and tune in for the next one. Bye.